if, if the blockchain has any capacity, any, any value beyond money, and I don't think, and I, th- I think that it depends on money, but I think it will be to eventually replace notary systems and allow us to be able to trade property ownership on top of the blockchain. Telling of the story of all this anarcho-capitalists, voluntarists, really, that left their countries from Australia and the United States, Canada, all over the world, the first world countries, yeah, all of them first world countries, to come and form a chosen community in Mexico. And, and, and what in the world made them think about that? A small community and that is living by voluntary values and trying to build the God's Gulch that I think a lot of us would like to create. And that's the idea of the documentary. Hello, this is Kurt Robinson from the Paradise Paradox. I'm here with Juan Galt. How's it going? Good. <laughs> okay, good. That's what I like to hear. That's, uh, that's the way you do it. So, Juan, tell me, what is the most interesting thing you are thinking about right now? All right, I love that question. Thank you very much. Good interviewing skills, I'm telling you. Um, well, I'm, I'm fascinated by the fact that society, in order to function at a significant scale, needs to have a record of ownership of property and of trades of things, well, particularly property. So if you buy a house, you have a deed, and there's a history of who owned it before and before that, and that's called a notary system. And, and the blockchain is essentially that, but decentralized and cryptographically secured and international and and that is that is something that i think if if the blockchain has any capacity any any value beyond money and i don't think and I, th- I think that it depends on money but i think it will be to eventually replace notary systems and allow us to be able to trade property ownership on top of the blockchain in a much more efficient way and 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 from whatever property ownership we have you know sell shares or trade or sort of infinitely divide property ownership wherever it makes sense um so i I think i think it would be it would be that that idea and and i'm also fascinated by the fact that whenever you're talking about property you're talking about how do you define what property is what what is a a right to property and what is not and when you get down to the nitty-gritty it's pretty. It's, it's a pretty complex topic to define. Okay, at what point do I homestead a piece of property? If I build a hut and then I leave, at what point is it not my property anymore? And is it okay for somebody else to come in and use it, or destroy it, or build something new on top of it? How does that How does that work? And and these rules by which we define property ownership are not necessarily compatible, especially when they're built on on isolated systems. So when these system systems start conflicting over a particular asset, that is that is very interesting. That's sort of kind of, kind of what happens in cross jurisdiction trades, and is one of the reasons why Satoshi Nakamoto um, arguably built this. And a lot of the, the the cyberpunks before that argued that this type of technology would allow cross border property ownership and, and jurisdictional sort of arbitrage. 
um, to some degree. So that's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking about. Okay, <laughs> sounds sounds like fun. Sounds like something fun to do on the weekend with with a couple of friends, dividing up the world's property and planting it on the block. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I I would own the Vatican immediately. The Vatican. <laughs> okay, okay. It's a uh, it's a tactical uh, it's a tactical acquisition in the game of Risk. I think the Vatican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you've also been working on this documentary about uh, expatriate life, uh, uh, voluntary or. Well, you, I'll let you explain it. What, what's the documentary about? Sure. So the documentary is called The Anarcho-Capitalist's Life in Acapulco. And the name might change soon, but that is, you can find it at ancapdoc.disruptic.info or just go to disruptic.info and you'll, you'll find uh, the information there. And it's basically a uh, telling of the story of all this anarcho-capitalists, voluntarists, really, that left their countries from Australia and the United States, Canada, all over the world, the first world countries, yeah, all of them in first world countries, to come and form a chosen community in Mexico. And, and, and what in the world made them think about that and how they, over, they, 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 they put the energy into the momentum and the, the journey to come to Acapulco and, and then the actual experience of building this community is sort of what I'm ta- talking about. And I, I also want to ha- talk a lot about the practical sort of tools and strategies that we've developed to actually expatriate to a Spanish country like Mexico, to a city like Acapulco. And so there's a, there's a significant uh, focus on that in the documentary. And, um, and I think it's going to be sort of a, um, a continual series. If, if people are interested and people keep, continue to donate and, and, and support the documentary, then it'll be a continuous kind of um, vlog or sort of s- series of episodes on this experience of building a chosen tribe, a small community and that is living by voluntary values and trying to build the God's Gulch that I think a lot of us would like to create and, uh, and, and, and why people are, love Bitcoin and why people sort of move to other cities is because we want to create that community and that, that, that system that, uh, where we agree at least with the methodology on how to, uh, what's property and, and, and what's right and what's wrong and, and how, to, um, how to live in peace and, 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 and prosper and, and all that. So that's, that's the idea of the documentary and um, should be out by the end of January. Um, and uh, if you'd like to support this, you know, throw me some Bitcoins and uh, I'll, we'll put it to good use. Thank you. Nice, nice. Okay, so, so from one perspective, it's, uh, um, it sounds like it's some, um, somewhat I- ideological. From another perspective, it, it almost sounds like you're working on a sort of how-to, like it's going to include a lot of tips and tricks on, on how, to, how, how to move. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be very practical. It's gonna have a lot of it's, it, the, the the purpose is a to give people an objective view on this specific community, which is the Anarcapulco community, and the second is to allow them to just save time in research and research and 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 avoid some of the, the 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 issues that we've had. So you just get their land and you're good and. Yeah, so it, it definitely, and, and it's, it's going to be broad enough that it's going to help expats that are not even volunteers or don't even know what this stuff is to be able to sort of move to another world if, if, they, want to, if they want to do such a thing. 
yeah, you're you're living that very same life that you're writing this, this making this documentary about. Uh, sorry, what age did you leave Colombia? I was sixteen. Okay, okay, and I, I imagine you 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 moved with your your parents, and they probably had to work their asses off to to get into Canada. Is that right? More or less, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So I'm just thinking, um, you you must get a lot of uh, maybe you get some criticism from your family saying, "What are you doing? You know, we've we've worked so hard to get out of uh, this developing nation, and now you you're trying to go back." Is that is that ever a is that ever a criticism that you get? They they've expressed concern. Yeah, they've expressed sort of like, but everybody expresses concern. Everybody fears for everything, especially like I don't know, my parents and people's parents. I, mean, I, 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 I there's a lot of fear in people's hearts, and and I think that this is a um, a very exciting opportunity to 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 create something new and create something that's um, potentially powerful and rep- we can replicate in other communities. Um, I um you know the first worlds are great, but uh, you know my my family people in my family are very indebted in Canada and and the the the, the school system is very much a debt based kind of slavery system. The academic system is you know good in mathematics, good in engineering, to some degree terrible for entrepreneurship, terrible for ethics, terrible for for social sort of statistical analysis and political discourse so it's 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 very propagandized and so the idea that you can go to what this the, the Canada and the states and, and 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 study and learn and become a great person yeah you certainly can university's not necessarily going to be there the, the, the path and 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 it's not the american dream is not all roses i think that that today with the internet and, and with bitcoin and with things in cyberspace the way that it's evolving you don't really are that attached to a country anymore. And, um, you know, so, I mean, I, I learned the language and I certainly appreciate that and I'm very, very happy that I speak English. But, um, but I mean, I don't, I don't have any particular loyalty to any particular piece of land or, or, or nationality, so I, I don't really give a shit. I guess, uh, you know, you, you, can, you can make yourself at home wherever you go. And I guess it's, it's kind of like... Uh, people people have this perception like if you move a city they don't see like you're you're losing your nationality or something if i if i move from sydney to melbourne people don't say well what are you doing you know that's a completely different country or something like that uh but if if you move with within a country even uh sorry to a different country even if it's like a similar distance away they'll see that as uh they they have a very different perception of that yeah and i think i mean the only way that you that I think you can really be happy is a if you're doing what you want to do, b if you're healthy, and c if you are surrounded with by people whose values, whose methodology for life you respect and they respect yours. And uh, unfortunately, statistically, you know, there's for enough people, their family is not the case. Their the place they were born in is not the case. That's not the environment that they have and so the the ability and freedom to create that environment and go move to another environment it's an absolutely necessary um option and 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 and, and thing that people really should consider doing if if they're interested in in that kind of stuff which i think everybody is there are some technologies that are working on things like that blockchain based systems like like bitnation which is it, it looks like they'll provide a kind of blockchain international passport uh, eventually, so people can a- identify themselves and 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 travel internationally. Do you have some some thoughts on ways we can use bl- blockchain technology 
to uh, to to solve those problems, like make the world more borderless. I don't think that uh, that creating a kind of international ID um, is going to particularly help. <coughs> I don't know what block what the nation is doing. I know broadly their their ideals, and I certainly think that that there's government governance systems that that can be decentralized and voluntary, and that can function very well, and that can do what the governments have like governments have monopolized this this notary system and this fundamental need in society to record property ownership they've monopolized it and then they've just turned it into this horrible bureaucratic beast but now that we have technology like blockchains to be able to to escape that system we can create things that are actually much more efficient and very much free market based uh, if we pay attention definitely right you gotta you gotta be careful where you put your money and all that so um Ideas to to create cross border, um, facilitate cross border. I mean, th- there's one particular idea called the uh, the Halo smart contract, and I wrote an article on this on Coin, no, Brave New Coin, and it's about a um, it's a two of two multi signature smart contract transaction, where if if I, if I want to buy a uh, microphone from you, let's say, and you're in the states. And I uh, have Bitcoin. Well, let's say the microphone is worth five fifty dollars, and we don't know each other. There's no trust. There's no reputation. There's no knowledge of each other. But there's a market of potential. So I I put fifty dollars worth of Bitcoin in uh, this two of two multi sig contract, and then I put the another fifty in the same contract, and then you put fifty in the same contract, and then you send me the mic. Now when the mic arrives, m- now there's one hundred and fifty bucks in escrow that we both need to agree to be able to release it. If we both agree that the transaction, like I've gotten the mic, the mic is good, then I sign the transaction, sends you 50 bucks, and I get my 50 bucks back, and then you get your 50 bucks back. If I disagree, then I have no win potential because the cost of the microphone is locked in this account that you have control over, Right? And you're, you have no incentive to cheat me because your 50 bucks, which is the value of the mic, is also locked in there. So we have to interact with each other. And we have to negotiate. And there is no incentive to cheat each other because we've put up equal collateral, collateral to the potential risk. And I think that's a very powerful smart contract that is not being used. It's already designed Halo, Halo, Bit Halo. It's already designed. It's usable. And people are not really using it. There's not much of a market for it, and I can't fathom why. Part of it may be because the developer hasn't open-sourced it. It's supposed to be like, if people ask him, he'll show them the code, but he'll sort of model it a little bit. So if it was open-sourced, it might have gotten further ahead already. But um, but the, the potential is there and the opportunity is there. I think that's the most the, the, the simplest smart contract that I can think of to bypass borders and, and lack of knowledge and lack of trust is, is that one, I think. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, it's a it's an angle I I wouldn't have thought of because you you just uh, you're talking about just trading but, um, beyond borders, tra- trading where there's um, there's that lack of trust. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> um, all right, uh, is there anything else you want to say? No, that's great. Thank you. Okay, thanks for sharing us uh, your interesting thoughts. Of course, you can read Juan's uh, Juan's articles on what Brave New Coin, Coin Telegraph. Uh, you have a YouTube channel now as well? Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll put the link in the description there. Thanks. Thanks.